Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about the broader economic picture, particularly in the US, and what that means for software and tech companies. Now, something I may not have shared before is I actually have quite a bit of experience and background in business, in addition to my background and experience in tech and engineering. By that, I mean, I have an MBA, so I've studied a lot of those topics in greater detail, finance, accounting, economics, etc., at both the graduate and the undergraduate level. At the same time, I have applied a lot of that knowledge in the real world and practically. So I know essentially from a theoretical perspective, what makes sense in practice and sometimes what doesn't. However, having said that, I have continued to stay up on the latest in terms of what's going on economically in the US for both personal and professional reasons. And what is happening at the moment is there's a tightening in the broader US economic cycle. And when I say that, they are the Fed, Federal Reserve, which controls essentially the rates in which banks lend to other banks. That's often referred to as the federal funds rate. They have been raising those rates and they raise them rather aggressively over a period of one to two years. Now, they typically do that when something like inflation starts to increase significantly and apply a lot of pain to American consumers. Now, that is a mitigation tactic to try to control something like inflation, to bring those numbers down, and that has started to happen. But there are other implications for when they start doing things like that, like raising interest rates, in terms of their broader impact on the overall economy. Now, the work that we do is a subset of what goes into the overall economy, that being kind of tech, software, SaaS oriented, but it's become an increasingly larger piece over a longer period of time as tech has continued to grow and be one of the industries that has performed the best. Now, we had an unprecedented phase of growth for greater than a decade where interest rates were kept relatively low. That meant that spending was largely kind of at its all time high. There was a lot of aggressive hiring. There's a lot of aggressive expansion. There was a lot of fundraising going on. So we were kind of shattering a lot of records when it came to all of those things. Layering on the pandemic, which brought this phase of uncertainty, and then the floodgates opened after that as the government responded to try to ease the pain for American consumers. A lot of that has reversed. And many believe that much of that is what caused inflation to increase significantly, and then the Fed responded by raising interest rates aggressively. So that takes us to where we are at the moment. Now, you don't necessarily need to know about any of those details, but I wanted to cover it because it's good foundational information for what I'm going to talk about now, and that's the impact that this all has on software and tech companies. So if you haven't noticed, there has been a pretty rough patch for the tech industry that seems to be one of the first hit in terms of there were significant layoffs in the past, I'd say 12 to 18 months. A lot of the larger companies were laying off thousands of people. People were wondering, is this AI? Is this broader economic indicator? Probably some combination of both, but that has led to a pretty significant pullback in the tech industry. Now, at the same time, interest rates have increased significantly. So it hasn't made many of those problems largely any better, if anything, Many of them have probably gotten worse. But what I'm here to tell you is that what was going on before in terms of 
low interest rates and high spending has reversed itself pretty considerably. And that means that hiring, if it is going on at any of these companies, is rather slow. Spending, same thing. Most of it is contracting. And that's largely what the federal government is trying to do when they are manipulating these interest rates, is they're trying to essentially slow down the economy. And that's really the takeaway here, is that the broader economic outlook from here might be an extended period of time of slower economic activity. That's really what I want you to understand and then potentially plan for. Meaning that the things that tech companies often try to do, especially earlier stage ones like raising capital, if that's the route that you're considering, hiring, these types of things. Also, if you are selling into businesses, so if you're doing, you know, if you're competing in B2B SaaS, which is often an area that I build software products for, and it's a huge part of who I help in terms from a coaching and a consulting perspective. Those businesses that are going to be investing in tools and software that you are building are more than likely also going to be slowing down their spending as well too. So now typically how companies respond here is they're trying to weather the storm. Historically, it's been all been about weathering the storm, protecting the assets you have, right? Slowing your burn, preserving your cash flow, and ensuring that you can make it through this phase, hopefully rather successfully. Now, if you've done that and you're in a good position, then you may be in a good spot to be able to potentially grow during this phase. But this is a good opportunity to tighten everything and ensure that you have solid fundamental economics for your software business. And this is also why I'm such an advocate for making sure you have these things right out of the gate. Because if you have solid fundamental economics and your business is profitable from day one, then these larger gyrations in the broader economy are not nearly as impactful to what it is you're trying to do. If you were trying to raise money right now, for example, you're trying to raise another round of funding and you're going to need that because your business or your company isn't profitable, you would be in a significantly worse spot than if your business was profitable. And that's almost always the case. So that's why I'm a huge advocate for ensuring that you've got a solid fundamental economic plan in terms of the business that you want to build, software, tech, or otherwise, because it puts you in the driver's seat and it significantly reduces the negative impact these gyrations on the larger, the larger, broader economic landscape can have on your business. So I wanted to cover that. I'm going to continue to do so as I get a better information and updates in terms of what's going on trend-wise in the larger economy and how it affects tech and software businesses like yours and mine. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.